when we are finally up a little, little breezy here. Good morning, everyone. It's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We haven't been on in a, a few days intermittently here and there because so much is going on. We've got lots to talk about, obviously, coming off of election night with Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Good morning. It's Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, wearing her, hold on, lovely shirt, uh, with two... Sisters, hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And the first question or comment, you know, we know, and, and I'm just going to start out by saying there's going to be a lot of chit chat today about politics. So um, if anybody is sensitive to that issue, we just wanted um, to let you know because um, these are our, our views and how we feel about what's going on in our world today. Uh, but the first question or comment that I have is by nine o'clock, I think it was right before nine o'clock, we knew what was going on with Florida when Governor DeSantis, the newly elected governor, um, came on with his beautiful family. What a speech. Why mm -hmm. is it that all these other states are so, let's just be real, effed up? Yeah. That they can't get their should take together that stuff in this day and age should not be going on and the uh, elected officials in those um, states and or counties townships however that works um you should be ashamed of yourselves yeah i hear uh i can't remember which one and maybe it's pennsylvania they're not going to get the results till friday you're talking about uh, florida is a massive state and really should be the uh really the playbook for every single state in our uh, United States of America on how to run an election. Smooth, on time, uh, certified, no shenanigans. And I don't understand why other, uh, I do believe that there's other states that do embrace it. I know there's other states that do a good job too. But when you look at the vast majority of how big geographically and how many our population has, has grown, as we've talked about, because everyone's flocking away from uh, the nastiness of their own state. Uh, his speech, Governor DeSantis' speech was on point. It was postured. And my favorite quote of the night uh, was, Florida is where woke comes to die. And he said it with so much passion, so because it's so true. We didn't close our schools down. Uh, yes, we did the normal when the initial pandemic happened, of course, not knowing the virus was real. We embraced that. He embraced that. The way he's uh, handled that, you know, kids, the importance of children going to school, uh, the whole nonsense and shenanigans about the ideologies of indoctrinated children not happening in our state, how he handled the last storm and how he's already handling the storm that we're actually in the middle of coming down. It's like, oh, we already got branches coming down. Oh my goodness, I'm just looking out the window, all these palm trees are all bent. Okay, I won't go there. Anywho, Nicole uh, is, is here and I have no doubt that he's gonna handle it. Then you go from that extreme and I'm obviously gonna talk and we're gonna talk because we're from the Northeast. We lived in the Northeast all our lives. You know, congratulations to New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine. Uh, even New York had some, some red seats coming, uh, which really showed the power. Shame, 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 shame on Mass Hall. The state of Mass Hall. 
The governor-elect wasted, governor-elect Healy wasted no time, and I'm going to actually give her her actual quote from her, you know, acceptance speech. To every little girl and every little young LGBTQ pet person out there, person out there, I hope tonight shows you that you can be whatever you want to be. Now, while we should always embrace that all children have the right to be what they want to be, what do they aspire to be, what you know, profession they want, or what talent, what passion. But she's specifically speaking to taking your child's, and we're talking young children, because there's a lot of already um, Massachusetts hospitals that will go ahead and do these sex changes on these little, little girls uh, and, and embracing you know, that, that indoctrination of changing a child's sex at a very young age is despicable. The other thing that despicable mass whole state did, they had questions. I'm only, all their questions passed, but let me tell you, the first two questions that passed, one, they wanna raise taxes and the Commonwealth of Masshole voted for it. Yay, higher taxes. Second one, uh, will you agree or do you agree with giving illegals no paperwork? They don't have to show who they are. Licenses, driver's licenses. Yay, that voted. And then the other, other, the other questions voted. Yes. What the hell is going on? Like if anybody thinks that. They didn't, even, they didn't even flip. They didn't. Everything is blue. So they're totally, a totally blue state. Like even New York got some red seats. So the, the state of Mass Hall got no red seats. So there's no balance of, of, the, of we the people. And not only that, they voted. So, you know, what I say to somebody, and, and of course now the narrative on many news stations and, you know, I don't watch the news. Uh, obviously I watched it last night because, you know, I wanted to see what was going on. And we're not even gonna go into all the other states, which we will in a bit, but, the fact remains that you know now they're like now they're playing the Monday night quarterback. Well, what happened to the red wave? And my my interpretation of the red wave is probably more different and it is definitely different than most conservatives because I didn't look at the red wave and the mannerism of how it was being marketed. So let's get that one thing straight: that the red wave was a marketing tactic uh, tool. Uh, I didn't, you know, necessarily agree with that. That's the way they did it. But, you know, conservatives, that's what they did. My perception now of the red wave or, or how I always interpret it really just meant change, change to make sure there, there's a flow and the wave of, of, of the action of, of making sure that everyone's got a place at the table and that all voices are heard. And a lot of times you've got to kind of reshuffle and, you know, how a wave comes up and over and kind of cleans and gets rid of stuff and then comes up and over. So that's how I interpret it. Well, now this is my new interpretation of what the red, red, red wave means, that this country still needs to bleed. Sadly, those that voted for blue, you voted, your vote means that you agree to a recession. Your vote uh, means that you agree more crime. Your vote agrees to mean defund the police. Your vote uh, means uh, basically socialism for all these free government uh, handouts. Uh, your vote goes to making sure that illegals get more 
um, benefits than like even our vets or, or our first responders need. Your vote goes. Your vote goes for higher inflation, higher gas prices, oil. You know, you may not even be getting any more oil. Uh, electricity bills going up. Your grocery bills going up. So understand that while a lot of people are, are, are using the marketing tool of the red wave uh, in a kind of a uh, negative light this morning, first off, they did gain quite a bit of seats. There is more balance of power and we're still waiting obviously on some elections. So there is the possibility that they still will gain Congress. Senate is still up for grabs because of the shenanigans states and that nonsense. However, understand blue, you voted to bleed more and embrace it. I don't want to hear one blue person complaining about gas prices. I don't want to hear one blue person saying, oh my God, the cost of eggs, a dozen of eggs has gone up. I don't want to hear one blue person that decided to go to this freedom state of Florida and you brought your own shenanigan votes with you to start bitching when you know you can't get something because you know you know Florida as much as we've got that freedom and we've got the, the most amazing governor uh, I think and he's got a bright bright political future. Uh, the fact remains that we still we still rely on things that come from uh, shipping that come from trucking. Um, those things are all impacted by inflation and recession. So I don't want to hear all these blue people bitching. So that's my thing is blue people don't bitch. And here's the other thing with that, you know, think about how your goods get to the grocery store. Okay. Now, when I was driving back from Pennsylvania yesterday, I heard that, um, I don't remember the name of the town, but <laughs> this whole huge area ran out of diesel gas. Guess what gets your um, goods to your store? Diesel gas. And think where you were. You were in the state of what? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Who's from Pennsylvania? All the, uh, you know, Fetter Fly or whatever the hell his name is. Um, you think, you know, and that's why I think between that and then you've got the Arizona, I think the most obvious uh, egregious BS of the election is going on in Arizona right now. That is far more egregious. Oh my God, don't even get me going on that. You know what? Here's the thing. That'll that election official who is running against Carrie Lake, who oversees the election, yes, by all means, she should have effing recused herself from being the election official overseeing her. Like, I just don't get it. No, and it gets to the point where, where, where do you go with that? And when you say, well, I don't understand. Why would people vote for that? There's, there's two reasons. Either they're that woke or they're that stupid. There's nothing in between. There's no, well, you know, wishy-washy this, oh, I only vote party. At some point, common sense needs to take over. Um, but, you know, all, you blue, you voted on, you voted on uh, these states really trying to steal the hearts and minds of children by indoctrination. Uh, how do you sleep with yourself? Is, you know, like, how do you sleep and wrestle that in your mind? Um, so, yes, I'm so happy that, you know, there's, there's, we, we still provided change for those states that know how to run things that stood up um and certainly we were feeling uh the the red feel of goodness uh not in in blood form but in goodness uh that really came uh i marked myself safe from cyst who was running against chris right i think it's called chris who was running uh, against um DeSantis and you know governor DeSantis, you know won by over 20 points which even that 
to me, he should have, he should have like, he should have won by a lot more than that, but I don't care. He still, it was still a great turnout. Right. But, you know, and I, and what, you know what, our polls close. And I was watching, cause you watched like the ticker on the bottom, like, you know, okay, this is uh, 5% of the vote. And I'm like, I don't even, why you even bother? Why don't you just wait till it's 50% of the vote to, and then go from 50% up? Because obviously like in Pennsylvania, for one thing, they were at 5% for forever. And, and, and now you, we, now Pennsylvania is not that big of a state and you can't get the results till Friday. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. Now, um, we do have a, a viewer on, and um, <laughs> I will read the comments. And if, you, if you're still on, which I believe you are, if you can give me a thumbs up, if it is okay that I say your name, um, even though it is public on our Facebook page, you know, we do respect um, people's privacy, but I will read the comments. Um, <clears throat> Got to take off my glasses. Be whatever you want to be. Once meant you could grow up to be the president, a doctor, or an astronaut. Now it means children can change their gender. This person <clears throat> also made a comment. Okay, she gave me a thumbs up. Thank you, Kate. Um, she she also made a comment. Twenty seven percent. Now this this is pretty bad. Of Maricopa polling sites had glitches. Really glitches again it goes back to what i originally said about exactly. how, you know that's just crazy thank you kate and you know you made some very good points here um well, and the other the other key piece too you know that, that when you think about that is i look back to if, if everyone looks back and a lot of people probably weren't paying attention uh obama biden uh hillary clinton um and some other key key people that were actually running, they kept talking about obviously really took the word democracy and shame, trying to shame Americans, uh, fear mongering, and they kept coming up the narrative that they kept talking about. And they all, you know, everyone has got a playbook. You, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Everyone's got a playbook. It's marketing. We know that. But their narrative was they were very nervous for today. Uh, the violence that was going to occur. Um, are you sure you want to vote that way? Because, you know, if you don't get your way, you know, there's going to be violence on the street and, you know, uh, you know, which they should be used to because they promoted it with Black Lives Matter movement. So whatever. And I kept saying, why do they keep pushing this violent narrative and then also inserting democracy at the same time? And then it dawned on me last night. They knew and I'm going to just say it out there because there are some shenanigans going on. And I'm not saying that every state has shenanigan problems, not saying that, but some key states are having shenanigan problems. You don't see that with all the states. Uh, the obvious ones, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and New Jersey had issues. Uh, and I believe that there might've been one more. So even, even if it's one state, so let's go with one state, let's just go with Arizona. We'll just go with Arizona. Let's keep in mind, you know, Pennsylvania, you're not getting your results till Friday, apparently, is, you know, I, I'm not sure if they're, they must be using an abacus. I'm thinking they got it. The old fashioned, you probably know what an abacus is. Google it. They're probably using an abacus to uh, add and subtract votes. I don't know what they're doing, but apparently they don't know what they're doing either. So let's just go with the one state. Let's go with Arizona. The fact that you have uh, this narrative coming out in 
tuition or, or knowing that some shenanigans possibly, and I'm going to say it's possibly that are happening. It looks pretty obvious that what's going on, but let's say it's possible that, you know, cause we don't know for sure. Why would they have that narrative? And my thing is if you already have information and you're predicting a, like what they were predicting, this violent outcome for today, that people were going to be upset, that the red wave wasn't happening. Again, it's all about marketing and how they're presenting things. Why would you go ahead and do that? Did you have a crystal ball? Did you know what was going to happen before anybody else knew? And you have to. And sadly, do I like to think that way? No, we talk. We always talk about how uh, things are out of our control that that do impact our health and our wellness and our mindset. Politics is one of them. So yes, we are a health and wellness podcast. So yes, we talk about politics because it impacts our health and wellness. Yeah, whether it's stress, whether it's joy, whether it's frustration, it impacts your body, your health, and your mindset. So that's why we talk about politics. And obviously, coming off of uh, this big midterm, you know, we're passionate about politics. We're going to talk about it. But for me, once I kind of connected those dots, I thought, well, now their narrative makes sense. They were always telling us subliminally in their own manner, we already know that there's going to be some shenanigans going on that you are not going to accept that they're real. So for me, when you have dishonest people actually telling you what their, their playbook is and you're not heeding the warning, so I, I believe that that's, that truly was their message. That is why they predicted there might be some issues today with people very upset, aggravated. Like for me, you should be, uh, your marketing piece should be about, you know, coming together, unity, hope. You know, if change comes, maybe change is good. Uh, let's do this together. We're Americans. You didn't hear that from any of these uh, people that really push in a narrative. But you did hear the whole thing about, you know, the, the, the you know, democracy was at stake. Democracy is not at stake. You're using it in a hypocrisy sense against American citizens, which is absurd, totally absurd. And it's a playbook of, you know, this wokeism of getting into people's minds and, and making them feel. Because I'm thinking, myself, are you trying to make people not go out and vote with all this fear? Like you should be expressing go out and vote like your vote matters and not try to discourage people with violence and fear and i believe that was part of their message and their marketing tool now do i think it worked no because we, we did i think most states had great great turnouts so i i don't think it was that but i do think uh that you cannot the shenan for me the shenanigans have always been going on have they been going on as drastically or as big and bold as they are in the last few elections no but there's always been some shenanigans going on and there's nobody in the right mind that can convince me otherwise because it's too obvious in some areas and yeah. now it's even more obvious and some of the the obvious things if you look at what has transpired since uh the puppet um moved into 1600 the, he was supposed to be the great uniter he has done nothing but divide this country so let's be real let's go brandon yeah and every time that he um <laughs> every time he ditches on the maga republicans like get off that soapbox you are not uniting you are dividing. And the one thing that I want to see that, and I'm crossing my fingers and it looks like it may happen 
um, is getting, uh, I got to say this in a nice way, people obviously are going to know who I'm talking about. But the uh, person who sits in back of the president to the, it would if you're looking at the TV to the right. The third person in line. Third person in line, okay. My hope is she's out of there. We're still keeping our fingers crossed. I mean, absolutely. She's done a disservice to this country. Um, and that's, again, this is all our opinion. So, so um, you know, this is this is what we share. And some other people may think she's done an awesome job. I don't. I think she's got uh, a lot of um, un, uh, illegal things in her toolbox that I'm not really a fan about. And that's all I will say with that piece to it. But what I what I will say, going back to mass hole, is because they're completely blue. Like when I think about that, even California, even California, it's got some red in it. New York, it's got some red in it. Massachusetts, what the hell were you thinking? So I gotta, I just want to say this quick question. Anybody out there that's a listener or viewer of ours that is um, blue, okay? Um, <laughs> you voted blue. Curious as to why you would want more taxes and why. I would love to have a conversation with somebody about that. So I'm just putting that out there. You can go to our website, www.twosisters.online. You can leave us a voice um, message. Why <coughs> would you vote the way you did? Do you yeah, like- you vote for, like we're already talking about high prices. Why would you, why would you not only vote for more taxes? Who in the right mind likes taxes? Yeah, let's pay more taxes. Like you, like that was one of their questions. Their first question about voting, voting to raise taxes. Yeah, oh yeah, sign me up. That's what I want to live for. And that then, and then this whole thing about let's get a driver's license to you know illegals that have no documentation. You don't know where the hell they come. Has any people in Massachusetts? You understand what's going on at the border with fentanyl coming over, with all these illegals coming over? Actually, you've got some illegals right in your own backyard. Do you, are you not understanding that piece? Like, I don't, it's me, it's common sense. And it has nothing to do whether you're conservative or a Democrat. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It's about the safety of our children. There's uh, human trafficking going on. You know, I, I, is Massachusetts such a bubble that they don't, they're not, they don't get that? Or, you know, like, what is going on there? I've never, I've never seen such a, like, to me, that's, and they, in the quiet thing of the quiet thing about that is Massachusetts didn't even really make the big news, the big national uh, spotlight. Um, congratulations to Jeff Deal, who was running for governor there. He did an amazing job. Uh, Jeffrey Sousa Paquette was running for Congress in, um, I can't remember which district, but he was out of Shrewsbury. These people ran great great campaign campaigns talking about you know you know what what bothers a family what bothers parents when they're you know when they're sitting around that table what are they talking about they address those issues um and jeff jeff deal uh, did better than most people even thought that he would do um but healy you know you know her first comments are about you know underlining transgender issues like what what planet is Massachusetts from? I don't know, but it's it's a sad day. It's a sad day to be a Massachusetts citizen. Let me tell you, I yeah. would wake up and I would be screaming. Well, actually, I probably would stay up all night long to, to get those results. But 
you know, to, and, to, and the icing on the cake of what's going on there is these questions. Who in their right mind? I would like to know, you know, let us know who would, who would vote for raising taxes. Like that. Yeah. We need to know. And we have a couple more comments from Kate and, you know, Kate, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. And um, I got to take my glasses off again. That's all right. You take them off. Yeah. The, when, and she says they ran and won on an issue of murdering babies. And this breaks my heart. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree agree with you there. Um, and then her um, other comment is they think it won't impact them. It's those making over a million. There's plenty of money. Whoops. There's plenty of money at the state house. <laughs> That's why they are refunding us. They don't need to collect more taxes. And then the other comment. That's what I'm saying. Like, who? Like, let's talk about that. You know, Massachusetts. Like, what season are they going into? Winter, Connecticut. Winter. Uh, let's talk about oil prices. Let's talk about electricity. Let's talk about where those groceries are coming from because you know we got the we 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 have the uh, oil industry and the diesel industry running out of that because of like the the, the puppet in uh, D.C. You got all that going on. Right. And her other comment was, Ann Healy sold the license thing as being able to keep better track of who is in our state by licensing everyone. They yeah. no. and it would be better for police and safer. So when you don't do your research, that's what happens. Well, and, and exactly. So so let's let's get that scenario. Uh, you can have officers now that, you know, they're patrolling mass pipes. And you get some some fentanyl drunk high jackass that's got a Massachusetts state issued license, only come to find out that he's an illegal. Uh, you know, is Healy going to be the one making the phone calls to that family that lost that loved one? Is Healy going to be the one calling those families of that trooper to say that you know, uh, in addition to him carrying fentanyl and uh, you know being a drunk driver and hitting somebody, he also had a weapon in his car and he shot the trooper. Like this is the reality of what is going on when you don't have documentations of a human being that has no documentation. You don't know his background. You don't know whether he's a serial killer. You don't know whether he's a drug lord. You don't know whether he's got you know his own mental issues because mental issues is a huge piece of this piece of the puzzle that a lot of states are not addressing. Like to me, Healy has just unleashed hell in Massachusetts, like living hell. And I, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. My grandchildren are there. Breaks my heart. Just breaks my heart. It's just ridiculous that citizens didn't. Did they not like read? Did they not like 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 Kate is saying? Did they not investigate what this question was really about? Like how stupid can you be? I don't know. Uh, to me, you can't even say, well, it's complacency. Oh, I don't know. I just checked the box. No, you're stupid. You're stupid because God forbid, now you're going to, you know, Massachusetts. Now, basically, that's like an invite. All right, all you illegals, come to Massachusetts. Uh, we, we already know, uh, I can't remember the name of the town. I think it's Southbridge, Massachusetts. Uh, used to be, I don't know if it still is, is the capital of, you know, freebies you know, meaning, um, you know, so social services or whatever. Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but, and that was years ago. I don't know if that's still true, but now you're, 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 you're welcoming letter, you're welcoming banner 
to the state of Massachusetts, come, come, come. I don't care whether you're a murderer, a rapist, a child trafficker, a drug lord. Uh, I don't care what you are. We're going to give you a license. See, you get some ID on you. So yeah. we can track you for when you commit a crime. Does that make any freaking sense? No. And he, here's something that I want to um, comment on. Why is it, okay, that, why is it that that is happening? We know. But yet, citizens that are already here legally, um, natural citizens, natural born citizens, whatnot, we have to show our ID for everything. And we work for what? we work for. And the other side thing to that is <coughs> I was almost not able to vote yesterday. Really? Yes. Um, we have a great thing here and um, they really conduct everything very nicely, I have to say. Um, they still have, and this happens like probably every other time that I go to vote, although it's happened the past three to four times. Um, they still have my old name. Now, if the tax registry on um, who is able to vote it goes by the Department of Motor Vehicle list. Right. My name has been Malillo for over seven years now. It's my former name. <laughs> so when I show my ID, it doesn't match. And, you know, the person who was checking me in, very nice lady, I mean, not her fault, um, said, well, uh, oh, you live on, you know, where you live and knows a lot of Gary's family, of course. So um, I had to, you know, go through the whole thing again of, you know, they couldn't find my name. And I'm like, okay, look under my old name because this has happened before. And she explained that, you know, you need to fill out this thing. And, you know, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to vote. And I'm like, oh, I am voting today. I, I am voting today. I've gone through this several times. I am not filling out any more paperwork. If, <laughs> and I had that conversation with her. I said, look, this is not your fault. Yeah, right. But this list goes by the Department of Motor Vehicles. My name has been, last name has been Malillo for over seven years now. So this is not my era it's your error with this and i will be voting today so i i i voted let me have my ballot let me have my ballot well you know and and and, and sadly you know you, those are like minor glitches that do happen yeah and you know, you know, kudos to the poll workers and everyone that you know volunteers. As long as you're doing the right thing and being on the up and up, kudos to you for volunteering because it's not an easy job. It does get emotional, especially uh, you know the, the lines were obviously longer yesterday um, because a lot of people. So I think I think more so for conservatives, they prefer, which I think everyone should think that way. You should vote on election day if you live in a state that you think that you know maybe things are not kosher uh florida obviously the way that they handle things it's run very smoothly and you can be uh secure because you can't not everyone gets you know, like oh the other thing i wanted to mention in massachusetts i know specifically a lot of families that were getting multiple 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 mail-in ballots that's another issue they have so again you know they went all blue i i don't think they've been all blue and i can't i would have to research the last time they, they went all blue 
but you know they, they do have uh, some big pockets of conservative areas. So I'm I'm just surprised that they even went one, and then to have that backed up by all those questions being voted yes on, and either people didn't bother to read them, and they're going to regret it, or there's no clear common sense answer anyone could give me to say, yes, I want to raise my taxes. Yes, please raise, please raise my taxes. I vote for that. I don't oh, know what person, I don't know what person that would bother to, 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 to say yes to that. Like, are you out of your mind? Let me line up to pay more taxes, please. Yeah. Let me do it. Like who would do that? And under really understand what giving an illegal that you have no documentation on who this person is, the background, whether they're, and I'm not saying all illegals are even bad. There, there is a small percentage of illegals um, that really are good hearted people, even though they're doing it the wrong way. I don't have somebody, I have no issue with somebody coming to the board and saying, you know what, I want to become an American citizen. I want to do it the right way. But for, for whatever reason, of course, uh, the circus that is running our country at this moment you know, come on, come on, bring, bring your drugs, bring your, bring your, 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 you know, your weapons, bring your, you know, your mindset that, you know, you're that type of person that's going to go after and kidnap children and rape them and, and, and child trafficking, bring your pills, bring your, you know, crap, bring your cocaine, bring it all in. We want it. We love it. We are, we're going to embrace it. So you don't know what their background is. And now you say you're going to give them a driver's license to keep track of them. How about booting them the hell out of your state? Why don't you ship them somewhere else? Like, what is, uh, it's craziness. We froze up a little bit. Freezing up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we froze up a little bit. We're both frozen. Um, okay, I'm frozen. Let me do this. <laughs> the beauty of live, you can still hear me though, correct? Oh yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you fine. You know, oh. you know what, what we're chatting about obviously is getting in the, uh, in the outer wave. So we, we, we know we, we pushed the envelope of what we were chatting about. Yeah. So here's another thing. All right. We had a question on our ballot. Okay. And I know this is going to be sensitive for some people. Um, and it was to, you know, do you ag agree that the constitution of the state of Connecticut should be changed uh, to allow for early voting, oh, early voting. Hell no. Here's what I think. Election Did it pass? Day, what? Did it pass? Um, that's what I'm trying to find out. I haven't found oh. out yet. Um, election day is election day. Yes, you should have mail-in ballots only, only if you are going to be out of town or if you're elderly and you can't make it to the polls it's just and you, re and you request right don't just automatically ballots out yeah I, it's just, oh my god that drives me nuts no election day is election day period end of discussion and you should know who's won <laughs> who's won obviously who has lost um their race the night of even if it's into the wee hours in the morning, we know, you know, sometimes those things happen, but these glitches are just glitches. I'm just saying that's no. my vote. That's my two cents. I agree. I mean, I, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I think. Oh, no. What? Um, Kate said it passed in Connecticut. For early voting. Yeah. 
Thank you, Kate. She's on the ball. She's like, bam. She's like, she's like a little investigator. I love her. That is effing BS. Oh, my, like, like lunacy. Like, why would you want to do that? Like I said, if you're really going to take a playbook like Florida and how they set things up, by all means, do it. Um, you know, in, in Florida, what you, you, you go, you wait in line. Uh, you have to show your ID. It's not just a question of showing your ID. They actually um, insert it into the machine. And then you know how they have those electronics, electronic signature pads that you, you have to sign it, that you received it. They, uh, they want you to inspect the ballot. So do you agree that this is the ballot that you're receiving? It's like, doesn't look changed. There's nothing on it that's, uh, you know, precarious that, you know, you might not think it's valid. Um, so they have a whole process. Uh, and, you know, again, kudos to, the, to all those poll workers, you know, that, you know, spent hours upon hours. And, you know, in the state of Florida, you don't just get a mail-in ballot. You have to actually request it. Um, and and uh, that's the only way you can get it. So it's not just a matter of they do in-person uh, in early voting. But again, it's very structured, just like Election Day. And uh, because they have such an impeccable system that we use here, they are able to be one of the largest states out there, but is very precise on their reporting and accuracy of the reporting that you're getting results in a time where time, timely manner that you should. Right. And, and you compare uh, that to a smaller state like Pennsylvania that you can't get until Friday. Like, yeah, that's BS. And let's just be real here. Florida has 69 counties in two separate time zones. Hello. Correct. And we can get our shit done together. Why can't these other states get their shit done together? I don't know. I, you know, so at the end of the day, you know, it's Wealth Wellness Wednesday. How do we kind of rustle what we're feeling? And what I always say, what, there's always in the midst of whatever, there's always blessings. Uh, a lot of times it's very difficult to find them when you're feeling all these emotions and impact your mindset. Uh, a lot of times when you're that stressed, now it's going to impact your gut and you've got that, that you know, nervous feeling in your tummy. Uh, maybe it has to be with, you know, now your stress levels up. Maybe you're a parent that's children in school and now you're worried about this indoctrination. Um, you know, parents know best. Citizens know best. You know, make sure that you're mindful of, you know, you know, maybe if you were one of those people that didn't bother to read the questions that are so very important on a ballot, maybe you really need to educate yourself before you just automatically click yes. Because I do think, in all honesty, some people are lazy. They just check it off because they, they can't be bothered uh, to investigate it. And you have to understand that ballots are very clever. Elections are very clever. You know, who, in fact, is wording a uh, question to be on a ballot in such a way that it's underlining meaning something, which it's not obvious to actually know that until you actually investigate what that question really means. That takes time. And people sometimes are too lazy. Uh, they're bored. They want instant. They, they want to know now. They want to, like, check off things right now. They don't want to bother to investigate. They don't want to educate themselves in understanding what's at stake. What are the values that are at stake? How is this going to impact my household? How is this going to impact my children, my grandchildren? And these are things that we have to ask ourselves and, and do that soul searching to say, you know what? So my, my advice to people is when you have that topic of conversation come up, and no doubt, you know, in politics, we're just coming off of this election, you're going to be talking with people. If you happen to have family and or friends that voted blue and, you know, Maybe not right now, but let's say in a month from now when it gets really cold out, 
and that oil bill is going up really high. And uh, you know, you can't find the formula on the counter anymore. Um, you know, things are, are uh, the shelves are getting more empty because you know there's no diesel for the truckers to get the shipments over to the grocery stores so that you can actually, oh, wait a minute, maybe you're not even gonna have like enough oil in your or gas in your car to get to the grocery store. These are real issues. So when those times come, you remember, you remember Tuesday, November 8th. And you say you've got nothing to complain about because this is what you voted. You voted for increased taxes. You voted for higher inflation. You voted basically for a recession. You voted for more crime. You voted to invite criminals into your state with, with no questions asked. Let's give you some freebies and a driver's license. You're good to go. You also voted for uh, more indoctrination into your children, into their education. Uh, kind of gave the, the free wand of like the Flaco teachers out there. And let me say this, there are many good teachers and there's many good administrators out there, but there are small bunches of these rotten apples that are in infiltrated, infiltrated to your school boards and they're also infiltra infiltrated to your school systems. Be on the lookout. Double check what your child's bringing home. Do not sign uh, off on anything until you've done your investigation because guess what? Your child is depending on your voice to make sure that their voice is heard because they can't speak up for themselves. They can't defend themselves. They don't even know what to look for. It's up to the parent. If you brought children into this world, it's your responsibility to know what they're being indoctrinated in, into. And if you've got questions with your teacher, then you know you bring it up. Do not like sweep it under the carpet. Well, I don't want to be that parent. Bullshit. Go out and protect your child. Uh, if you're not happy, with what's going on in, in your state and you know that like you're like you're in the, like this state of Massachusetts, which is all blue and all about indoctrinating children and illegals and God knows what, you know, maybe it's time to get the hell out of there. Maybe it's time to kind of rethink your steps of what is better for my family in the long haul that, you know, some states you're never going to change. You're not going to flip uh, because we always talk about there's two sides of a coin. You've got conservatives and you and, and you know, you've got Republicans, you've got Democrats independence. You're not going to change that. But if your state is not nourishing what you, what adds value to your home, to your kitchen table, to your family, to your mindset, to your healthy, you know, I'm not saying like, okay, let's make an indecisive decision and just boom, we're out of there. But it is a, a topic of conversation that you really need to have with your family. Like, where are we going to be better off? Like, are we going to be living in this bubble and the stress now? Because I got to worry about everything that's coming in from school you know, our taxes are already high. And yes, our state citizens voted them to go even higher. Like, how can we survive this? Now you're, you know, talking about the heating oil, all that stuff. You've got a lot on your plate, but through all of that, you have that hard conversation. You still have to find the blessings. So give some examples, Jan, of what you think. How can, when somebody's feeling all these emotions, what would you suggest them to do to like breathe, Where's that blessing? I know it's here. I can see it, but I don't see it. Someone help me. What would you suggest they do? Well, first, I, I think this is a really good tip. Um, and I created it myself because um, I do know some people within different groups of where wherever it may be that are blue. Um, and when they kind of come at you with um, their opinions, which is fine. I don't have a problem with you know people chatting with me about their opinions but when it's to a point where I'm like I can't do this anymore I just respectfully say listen I hear you 
I don't agree with you, but I think this converse, we shouldn't be going any further with this conversation. If you want to continue it, you continue it on your own, but I'm out. And that kind of is a way for me to be respectful, acknowledge them, but also say, putting, you know, honoring and respecting my boundaries. The other big tip, which I think is really paramount, go into the settings in your iPhone. If you are triggered by all the alerts that are coming up on your phone, go through each one of them and turn off the alerts. <laughs> you can still go to your app or whatever it may be to see what is going on, but when it is good for, on your timeline, not other people um, or other apps or news organizations um, sending you the message, you know, because we're so indoctrinated, there's that word, which I hate, we're, but we're so indoctrinated into all the alerts and it really is a trigger for many people. So turn off all the alerts. Those are, those are great things. But I also say too, is really, um, look at your circle of who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, you want to make sure you always want to be open to differences because we're all different. We talk about this all the time. We look different. Our gut health is different. Our mindsets are different. We live different lifestyles. But at the end of the day, um, the circle should really be, be, and this is how I base my circle. Like it's got to be about my values. If I, if I find someone that doesn't have the same values as I do, uh, it's, I, I, and I can still like them. I can still really enjoy their company, but then, you know, you get to that moment where you, you know, politics comes up or religion comes up or whatever the subject may be, you know, indoctrination school, obviously I'm very much, uh, you know, involved in that. Where do I, you know, decide that, you know, I, I can't. It is okay, and you have to give yourself permission, but it is okay to say, you know what, this person is not adding value to me. If, if the person that's in your life is adding nothing but stress, and you can't really, uh, you cannot uh, resolve the fact that, you know, their mindset is completely different from yours in the sense of regard to safety of children, what children are being uh, introduced to or indoctrinated into, um, you know, embracing the fact that, you know, why would you want to pay higher taxes? Like we're struggling, you know, to, to make ends meet as it is. And now you voted for higher. When, it, when, the, when the subject matter is that different or the, the passion and the values are that different, it's okay to take a break. I'm not saying just cut them out of your life. Well, certainly you can do that too. But really, really reevaluate your circle and make sure that you are with people that are like-minded enough to help you get through these times where you're stressed out, where you're struggling, where you want to like, you know, just like scream because you're like so frustrated because at the end of the day, and we, we talk about this all the time, we are only in, we're not in control of the state of Massachusetts. We're not in control of the state of Florida. We're not in control of anybody. The only thing that we are in control of what's going on in our own little world, our own little home, that's what we're in control of and what we expose ourselves to. The other key, key piece too is that you're always in control, always in control of a few things, the way you act and the way you react to something. So it's okay to, like what we're doing, it's okay to express the frustration. It's okay, uh, do it in a respectful way. And actually calling uh, people out on common sense is not being disrespectful. It's a common question because it's mind baffling to a lot of people. These are common sense issues that don't make sense to a common sense person that wants value for their family. So it's okay to question that. At the end of the day, where can you find those blessings? There are many blessings. 
you know, uh, I always say, you know, when you're feeling like you're being choked up into all of this and frustrated, if you have little ones at home, sit on the floor and play a board game with them. Get back into their world. Uh, you brought them in there, enjoy them, embrace them. Uh, you know, if you find that you are, you know, struggling emotionally, you know, go seek help with talking to a friend, get involved in your community, your church, on things that you can impact and that can impact you in a positive way. Those things are, are in our control. And some people don't have the luxury to say, I can't stay in the state and I got to move out of here. Some people just don't have that luxury for whatever reason. Maybe it has to do with their jobs. Maybe it has to do with roots. Uh, maybe they're, they're too scared to like make that big decision. Uh, discern. I always say discern. Reevaluate. Talk about it. Do not act on impulse. Make sure it's a good fit. Um, but at the end of the day, really, really reevaluate your circle. Uh, that will help that you have like-minded people that, you know, when you're struggling, they're going to understand why you're struggling. And, and guess what? The roles will be versed. You'll be able to be that good friend and that good person to somebody else when they're struggling. And that's really the best advice we can give you on this Health uh, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Uh, you know, we do talk about today is the day that you impact people. Uh, in a positive way, in a way of putting it out in the universe, you know, entrepreneurial spirit, putting that mindset of uh, of wealth and mindset going on, because we always know the more money you have, the more ways that you can impact others that need it. You can help that church, uh, help that cause. Um, so great ways to do that, you know, would be just paying it forward, but it's got to be to an unsuspecting person, someone that you don't know. So we're not talking about your favorite charity. We're not talking about your church. We're talking about doing a financial exchange, which has nothing to do about the monetary amount. It could be a dollar. It could be five dollars. It'd be a hundred dollar bill. It could be a 20. It doesn't matter what the amount is. It's not about the amount. It's about the act of kindness and paying it forward. So unsuspecting person to maybe change the directory of the, the journey that they're on. Maybe they're derailing some way or another. Maybe they don't have enough for that one gallon of gas. Maybe you can impact them in a positive way. That's going to make them feel good. You're going to feel good because you're giving out. Because we always know that the greatest of all human emotions is gratitude. And that is what wealth wellness is about. Yes. And just one more uh, closing thought. You know, we did ask for people who want higher taxes. Yes, I want to pay more taxes. We want to hear from you, as well as those people in that in the state of Massachusetts, Commonwealth of Massachusetts, um, who did not vote for that. How, like, how has this impacted you? What are your feelings on this? We want to hear from both sides. Okay. This is the real of two sisters. Um, typically I am the more quiet one, but obviously I've been very boisterous and very fiery today. And, um, I love it. expect to see more of that. And on that note, um, my name is Janice, AKA wellness diva, go to www.twoisitas.online and leave us a voice message. And I am with two. Sisters, and this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, in the middle of a nickel hurricane slash tropical. We don't really know. I'm looking out the window now, and I see already so many broken palm branches. Palm trees are my favorite. We are wishing everyone uh, that is impacted by yet the storm that is really only, you know, with, with like a little over a month or a month and a half uh, from the end. Now we're dealing with this other storm, and we pray for everyone. We want to make sure that everyone's you know, batten down the hatchets and just really staying close to home and be safe. Uh, 
And God willing, we will all get through this very, uh, it's a quicker storm, so that's good, that's good news. Uh, but just be safe out there. And we will see you tomorrow, electricity providing uh, that we have no issues where I am uh, for uh, tomorrow's what? We're already trending Thursday. I wonder what's going to be trending now that we're coming off of this election. Might be a word, might be a phrase, might be an attitude. Whatever it is, we want you to be the trendsetters. With that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Noni Bus. We will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.